Welcome to this episode. Continue. We're popcorning it? Yeah. Uh, welcome to this today's episode of... No, we already did that. Uh, Ravnik Avengers. <laughs> the Selesnir... Nope. No, Ravnik Avengers. Preludes. How dare you make me try to say that? I don't know what we're recording. Maybe if you yeah. looked at the chat. I don't think we said that in the chat either. Also, I mean, if she listened to the other one on the drive. How would she have... Li- it's oh. not yeah. It's a, there's a link to it. Hey, but it's chat. out right now. Oh yeah. So go check out uh, yeah. the Flum and Chuggle special, yeah. Midsummer's Night Snack, but if you haven't yet. Listen exactly. to this one first. You know why? Boring. It has Stay and Daryl. Daryl. <laughs> Casey's already losing his mind. He already wants to go back to not being the DM. <laughs> like, no. I'm gonna pass this torch to my good friend Sting. You decide what happens today, bud. All right, uh, go to the drugs. <laughs> I'm your host, Casey Clark. Oh, wait, I shit. I'm the DM. All right, there you go. <laughs> I'm Sullivan Harris playing Sting, Goblin Rangers, eight years old, superhero boy with a bow. The boy with a bow. Boy with bow. That's what people call him in the city of Ravnica. I am Joanna and I play Daryl Hall. <laughs> no, 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 no. You, it's Joanna Shankhands. Oh, yes. My name is Joanna Shankhands. <laughs> and I play Daryl Hall, a Loxodon bard with a heart of gold and a nose of white. <laughs> a nose full of white. I don't, yeah, that sounds like I just said like a white person's nose. No, every, every time Daryl sneezes, a Coke booger gets its wings. Oh, Does, God. So is Daryl like more apt to get bloody noses from snorting Coke because there's like so much distance that the like, Coke actually has to travel? I guess I'm not sure why Coke gives people bloody noses, but I just assumed it, it was out. the grain of the <laughs> Coke. <laughs> Mine's finely milled. I put mine through like a, like a coffee grinder. So it's like, like powdered sugar. Yeah, almost. My line that. of logic was that Daryl, since Daryl's nose is so long, it takes a lot of force to like get the coke up there so instead he t- does the teeth method where yeah, he puts it on put the tip it, of his trunk and puts it in it's his like, mouth and just kind of it's kind of like gross. it's kind of like actually I guess white trash version of chewing tobacco is chewing tobacco it's the wealthy <laughs> white trash version of chewing tobacco yeah just rub it on those Pack bones dip. You guys ready to uh, solve some crimes in the seedy underworld of Ravnica? I've never been more ready. Trunk-tastic. You know what makes me really nervous right now? (laughs) No, don't say it. That I'm on a beanbag chair? Don't say it. I'll cut this out if you want me to, but the fact that for uh, a Midsummer's Night snack, I had about uh, six pages of notes, and Casey has two bullet points that don't even <laughs> go across the full page. <laughs> don't talk I, about my method. I think... <laughs> I have my books open, don't I? He also has a, he also has a fatty line. Uh, laid out across his uh oh. his computer, so that'll yeah. that that'll, that'll supercharge. It. Except yeah. it's brown, so I'm not quite sure what that is. <laughs> chewing tobacco. <laughs> chew tobacco, chew tobacco, chew tobacco. Spit. You wake up <laughs> in the the Selesnia tree that you guys live in. What are you rolling? I was rolling to see if uh, he had a wet dream. He didn't. 
<laughs> okay. Good. Did he, did he wet? Did he? You got to roll to wet the bed, though. I do. Yeah, if he's got any black stains in that bed. Uh, 17. There's no stains. Yeah, you're, you're all right for He's now. clean. I forgot he pisses black. Oh, he actually doesn't piss black at this point in time. Wait. Por qué? It was that recent? When did we meet? What what date is it right now? Where well, are we? How there, far back did there, we go? Do we, we have a date? Oh, I was thinking this is probably well, you get you've known Daryl probably what two two ish years. Daryl, how long have we known each other? Did I meet you at six? Am I giving you drugs at oh, six? Christ. No, we probably met pretty recently. At least within the year. Uh, within a year. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Okay, so maybe maybe like six months before the the events of. Radic Avengers? Eight months. Eight, eight months or no deal. Eight months prior to the events of the Selesnia conspiracy. Sting. You've awoken in the Selesnia compound. You hear a thumping. Wait, it sounds like it's a ways away. You you feel it more in your sternum than you do your ears. You feel the bass in your oh, soul. Boy. Well, I guess I'm going to uh, hop out of bed and try to take a peek out the window. All right, you look out the window and you see uh, in the distance there is uh, a bunch of multicolored lights flashing towards Poppy Street where uh, a lot of the Muppet-born slums are. There, there's also some Rakdos compounds. Mm, here's the thing. Zoning laws require them to turn that shit down, so Sting's got to go investigate. <laughs> Sting's going to pop that window open and jump on out. <laughs> All right. Making very sure not to awake Flum and Chuggles beside him because right. they get very angry when he wakes them up in the middle of the night uh, and then he hops out the window. All right. You've hopped out the window. You've made your way over to Poppy Street and now the, the music is completely blaring. You can you can hear it as you walk up the street. Some like sick dubstep, some, some crazy house music playing from what looks like a very large tent with big horns coming out the sides of it. Oh, crazy. And uh, the Rakdos insignia emblazoned on a gate glowing uh, a deep red color. And there's two demons uh, out outside. First of all, Sting knows not to mess with the Rakdos because the Rakdos are crazy. So he's not going to confront them head on. He's going to try to uh, circle the compound and find a place maybe with some vines growing down over the gates or something that he can climb up. There. He's going to like stay in the shadows like back in the buildings across the street just looking for a place where he can jump. Make an investigation check, please. Yes, Papa. Uh, so he got a two um, plus three, so five. <laughs> you walk around this wrought iron fence that encircles this tent and you can't really find a way up. There's no, there's no vines or anything. Uh, all the plant life actually seems to have kind of worked its way back, probably five oh, feet away from any of the tents. Um, okay, is this like slats? Like, is it a series of steel slats? Yeah, but they're only like probably like six inches apart each. Six inches apart, eh? Yeah. Well, ooh, oh, okay. Uh, I got a little bit of rope. I'm gonna pull an arrow out. I'm gonna tie the rope to the arrow, and I'm gonna shoot it like straight up in the air, so it like goes up over the gate and then like lands in the ground behind it so then I can like uh, use it to climb up the bars. Okay. I'm just going to have you roll a stealth check to see if anyone kind of like notices your arrow fly over. Okay. I'm good at stealth. I got one less than last time. One? Yeah. Oh. Natural one. You got a nat one. Natural one for Sting. Oh man. All you right. just woke up, dude. What do you expect? <laughs> All right. He's six. You, you shoot your arrow over the wall and Daryl, Behind you, <laughs> oh Christ! <laughs> you, you hear a bit of rustling in the bushes, and suddenly you feel feel a sharp pain in your ankle. Should I roll for damage? Uh, actually, well, I was just gonna. How much is how much is your bow usually do? Uh, my longbow <laughs> does a D eight plus four. Can you just roll the D eight 
and not add your attack modifier since technically you weren't trying to attack somebody. Uh, two. Daryl, you, you take two damage as an arrow sticks back into your foot. Ouch! <laughs> Does Sting realize that he just shot something? Oh, uh, I think, yeah. You can see into the, the fence area. Daryl, you're actually hanging out. You're you're what, behind the tent? Taking your your Coke break for the night. Uh, okay. And you're uh you're you're just hanging out back. You're probably ripping a few a few drags off a joint. So when I feel that, I go, ah, oh, damn it, who left their fucking needles out? And I uh, do not look. Sting is going to tug at the rope. <laughs> <laughs> to see if it's like a solid like foothold. I mean, this big elephant man probably weighs a bit more than him. It's probably enough to yeah. leverage him over the uh, fence. Okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to think okay. what. He's got pretty tough hide. I mean, I mean if it'll I, pierce it, but it it might not be like if it give if I'd lodged say in there. If it gave me any damage, because like if you get hit through a callus, like stabbed through a callus, you only feel it once it's through the callus. And so if I felt pain. That it is through my skin. All I right. think it has a security. All right, hole. yeah. Okay, you you can do it. Argument. Yeah. Yeah, you can do it. Okay, then I'll, I, if I if I feel like it can support my weight, I'm gonna climb on up and over the fence. Okay, Daryl, you not only feel a sharp pain, but you also feel a tug on your leg. You, it's not it's not anything that gets you to like move. move backward, but you feel something tugging on your leg. I'll at least, I won't I won't look back, but I will look down. Be like, what the f-? You see an arrow lodged in the back of your foot <laughs> with a rope attached, with to, a rope it. attached to it. And I kind of like, I don't react like you'd expect a person to an arrow in their foot. I like kind of like look down and I'm like, what am I, is this, this can't be real. I am not, I'm seeing things. And then I pull my, I like kick my foot forward to try to like see if it's actually for real. So I like pull it forward. Uh, how far do you think you've gone up the fence? Probably to the top. All right. You're at the top of the fence and Daryl's just kicked his foot forward. Can you make a strength check and you make it something, an opposing check, please? Uh, so I got a 17 plus two, 19. I got a natural 20. Uh, I have a... I have really bad strength, so that was a really good roll for me, so I'm a little bit sad right now. <laughs> All right, uh, Sting, uh, you get yanked off the top of the fence, and- Is that more of a yank or more of a yoink? I think- I don't think Daryl's catching you, I think he's just yanking you. Okay, yoink is so when not you a yoink, get yeah. something. So, uh, yeah, you get yanked off the top of the fence, and- Wow! You've, uh, you've hit the ground, and you take one damage. Oh, shit. <laughs> Usually, if I'm, an, if I'm doing like a- an acid trip or something, and I'm seeing things, I usually don't feel like pain or resistance from my hallucinations. And so once I pull on it and feel that this rope has weight attached, I do, I'm like, what? <laughs> what is happening? And I look around and I- You see a goblin on the ground. And there are shit. tears in his eyes. Holy shit, is that a cop? <laughs> oh, 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 oh. oh no, wait, holy shit, is that a kid? Oh my head. <laughs> Why'd you do that? Who? Why are you attached to my foot? I had to get over the fence. The zoning laws. How old are you? Eight. He's eight? <laughs> yeah, ma'am. What's it to you? And he's oh. going to stand up a little bit. You shot me. Yeah. And I'm going to yoink the rope to try to pull the arrow out of his leg. Just make a strength check. 18 minus 1, 17. Yeah, you get it, you get it out. You get it out. Daryl, you don't take any damage, but there's definitely a little bit of pain as that comes back out of your foot. Uh, is your head okay? 
Uh, yeah, my head's okay. Don't worry about it. Um, here, let me just do my little. And he uh he rubs like the tip of his arrow, and it just sort of like um it like heats up in a little purple flame, and he presses it to your wound on your foot, casting cure wounds, and uh, uh, you regain a nine, ten, eleven hit points. Jesus Christ! All right, you. Have, <laughs> I'm feeling jacked. As the wound got, uh, heals up. Okay, you're just back at full health. Okay. Wow, I feel haven't felt this good since like. Four minutes ago when I was backstage and not doing anything. <laughs> All right. Uh, as you guys are talking, Daryl, you hear from the, the flap in the tent that you came out of. You you hear a, a voice as one of the stagehands goes, Hey, Daryl, uh, yeah, your next set's coming up in about five. Hey, you work here? Oh, uh, yeah, dude. I'm Daryl the DJ. Is <laughs> that your DJ name? <laughs> Can we make a DJ name for Daryl real fast? Daryl the fucking DJ is pretty solid. I don't know. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah, I'm rolling with it. I'm Daryl the DJ. You've never heard of me? No, Little- sir. I haven't heard of you, but I mean, since you work here, that's pretty good for me because, you know, I was just coming over because you're kind of violating all sorts of zoning laws with the noise you're making. <laughs> oh, little man. I'll show you just how many laws we're violating. Uh, Sting is in shock, but he's mildly intrigued. Um, All right, so uh, as Daryl brings you back to the DJ booth, he starts to play his set, and you, you can finally see what has been going on in this tent. Uh, there's there's big, uh, magically imbued speakers that look like Daryl's ears, except the size of Daryl, and they're blasting some sick house EDM is pretty yeah. pretty good okay. encapsulation. Okay. Actually, uh, if you want to get a little glimpse as to the type of music Daryl likes to listen to. You can look at our playlists that we have up on our Spotify. You look up Daryl's Sexy Mix. So, Sting, you're jamming. You, you can see a sea of people in front of the stage, a lot of them dressed in Rakdos attire, but you also see a few other guild people frequenting the area. You see uh, people from the Boros who look like they are at some tables, like, ringing the sides of the tent, who are out drinking, kind of having a good time. Wait, okay, so this is a, a tent just, like, set up in a field uh, right, something kinda, like that. It's like so it's, it's like, like an empty lot down on Poppy Street, like where oh, okay. it looks like okay, where okay. someplace probably. Yeah, like, the floors use needles. Uh, what's a rough estimate of how many patrons there are compared to the maximum capacity? Like three hundred people. It's a, it's an intimate setting. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's yeah. like it's like it's, it's like, like when Fall Out Boy plays a little acoustic set up on the rooftops of New York City. Exactly. This is like this is for someone's like sweet sixteenth birthday party. They hired me out for a for a quinceanera. Yeah. So you've actually gone a little bit over capacity, and there's people <laughs> kind of uh, swathing out the the tent doors towards the gate. There's a line of people trying to get in. Hell yeah! Um, <laughs> Sting is a little bit scared. He's in a Rakdos tent. There's Rakdos. These guys are scary. They're like. Yeah, I'm like, like half I'm, naked demons dancing around like scary ass. He's like, so he's kind of nervous. But fun fact about Sting, he's actually an audio junkie. So he takes a look at Daryl's sick equipment and turns to him and is like, "Yo, what Daryl, up, man? DJ Daryl, is this some Pioneer DDJ SD2 powered by some sick JBL PRX 815Ws?" <laughs> Dog, I couldn't hear you, but yeah. <laughs> That's some tight equipment. Only the best. Hey, what what's this music you're playing? I'm kind of, I kind of like it. It's called EDM, but the D stands for Daryl. 
Yes. It's called EDM. <laughs> the D stands for Daryl. <laughs> All right. Suddenly piercing the music, making everyone turn around and somehow making your DJ set come to a halt. You hear a piercing scream through, through the tent. And you see towards the back of the room, a group of people have started to huddle around. Hey, <laughs> what's going on back there? Yeah, hey. You see you see a guy turn around and say, someone's dead, man. The kid don't listen. Do they have a needle in their arm? <laughs> Actually, yeah. <laughs> Why are we stopping? <laughs> uh, and uh, suddenly you start to see like a blue glow coming from outside the tent. And you just hear one of the other people in the crowd say, All right, everyone, scatter! It's the 12! It's, it's the Azorius! Everyone scatter! And uh, they, everyone starts to like run out. What, what's the door situation like in here? There's the, the little back entrance that you guys came in. Mm-hmm. It's just like a like a slit in the tent where there's like a little smoking area out back where yeah. people go after their set. And then there's a big front entrance. Is it a door or is it like a tent flap? There's there's the gate out front that surrounds the tent, but then there's just a big like tent flap and it's like rolled up on the sides and there's like uh, two like big torch things that are just lighting up the entrance. Okay, Sting is going to, as fast as he can, try to outrun everyone who's leaving, sprint out the back door, and run around to the front just so he can see the gate. Is the gate closed? Everyone's trying to rush out of the gate right now, so... Right, he's going out the back door. Oh, he's... Oh, okay. Yeah, and he's just going to run as far and as he needs to to get the, the gate. gate in sight, yeah. Okay, no, the, the gate has, like, been pushed open and there's, like, a mob of people trying to squeeze through it right now. No, I want to try to outrun them though. Okay, can you can you make a just a dexterity check? I got a natural one again. All right, yeah. Yes. No, the the you mob the, the mob at once everyone's once the guy said scatter that mob just like like lightning shot straight for the gate and there's like a crowd of people trying to squeeze through the one gate and you can see in the distance there's like the big griffins and giant birds that the Azorius ride and they're starting to like float over to the to the scene it looks like someone called the azorius all right sting's gonna run back inside <laughs> back okay. to daryl little Darryl's man get over here what's like, up while that's happening my equipment it's been enchanted so i can like hit a button and it kind of like compacts oh that's sick while everyone's fleeing i'm trying to get my shit collected because this is expensive <laughs> as hell oh so i see that that isn't a pioneer ddjs z2 yeah yeah that's yeah. actually help, a pioneer help, ddjs z2 help me lift X, this xx magical edition did um <laughs> fucking did uh hey while i'm doing this check out that dude the, the guy that died daryl everyone just ran away they just ran away someone's murdered that means the suspect probably got away deal with that later check if he's actually dead okay sting's gonna run over to the body <laughs> All right, or the uh, supposed body. You, you don't need to make any check. You can tell this person's dead. There, the, all the color has drained from their body. There is a small vial with a needle sticking out of their arm, um, uh, with a slight glow coming from like some residual. I'm gonna tug it out. You gonna take it out? All yeah, right. I'm gonna inspect it closely. Make a medicine check. Eighteen plus five. Twenty three. That's from Sting's extensive Selesnia medical training. So Sting, uh, you can actually tell that this 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 is not a drug. Whatever this put into this person was was not a drug at all. Uh, it was actually what looks like a serum of spores. Daryl, this dude was juicing up on spore Kool Aid. Uh, Have you ever heard of spore Kool Aid? <laughs> He's gonna hold it up. Put that down. Sting Wait. drops it. <laughs> <laughs> I- okay. 
can I roll to know what it is? Yeah, you can. Well, I rolled a four, and my modifier is one or zero, so five. <laughs> Daryl, you haven't heard of any party drugs that are related to spores. But Sting, you do know that one of the few people that like use spores on the regular are from the Golgari Swarm, the uh, manic shamans and priests that live in the undercity that take care of the city's like waste management. So as soon as Sting drops it, he has that realization. Gas picks it back up and he's like, Daryl, I think I know what this is. Why do you know what that is? You're eight. Hey, I may be eight, but I've lived a life. I think this is something to do with the Golgori swarm. They're always playing with spores. So are you guys going to try to dodge the Azorius or are you going to hang? Come on, kid. We got to get out of here. Hey, I'm loaded, and you're <laughs> and you're and you're my pocket child. So right now, the only exit currently around that fence is the gate out front. There's no like manholes or anything. There is outside the gate, but you have to get past the crowd. There's still people trying to push out. It's it's definitely lessened, but like if you can get a way to kind of get yourself through the crowd, you can probably make it to somewhere okay. safe. Daryl, if I know anything about the Azores, is that they're just a bunch of red tape. Red tape on top of red tape. So let's get out of here. Don't think we should go for the front gate. If we go for the front gate, that's where the Azores are. We gotta get out the back somehow. We gotta pop this joint. Oh, uh, fuck it, sure. Ooh, is, um, okay, uh, what's, is this tent like a, uh, a, uh, like it's got a pole in the middle? Big pole in the middle? Yeah. Daryl, knock this pole down. We'll make a bridge. We'll make a bridge up the fence. Run away into the night. I like it. Chaos. <laughs> Let's get it. Make a strength check. I'm a big strong boy. Hmm. That is a 17. You actually snapped that pole like right off its. It, it was it was kind of like nailed down to the ground. You you just kind of just break it off the hinges that it was on it. Uh, the the tent has collapsed. And you guys are now in a collapsed tent. Ah! <laughs> um, <laughs> Wait, were there still people in it? There was a few in it, but a lot of people had like gotten to that the area between the tent and the gate okay. that were all just like right there. Uh, you kind of hear some shouts and you hear a lot of people like, hey, is, is there anyone else in the tent? Do I see Daryl? So you went to the body. Was You were still packing up your set? Um, well, if I destroyed the middle of the tent, I'm- Oh yeah, so you're, he's- Although, can I, in canon, because my set was right out, right near the back exit, I had pushed my equipment out that doorway, so it was outside. Okay. <laughs> okay. All right, you can't, no, you don't see Daryl. You can only hear him. Are you Okay. Daryl, where are you? I gotta find you, buddy. Okay, so you, you follow each other's voices and you can finally get... To well, I want to follow his voice because I want to get to the pole. Come okay. on, follow him. I start trumpeting. All right, you get to the you, you're at the pole. All what right. are you going to try and do? As soon as I find him, I'm going to pull out my short sword and I'm going to stab it up through the uh, the tent to Fabric. try to cut a hole. All right, you've done it. Nice, okay. Come on, Daryl, let's climb. I want to climb up out. Okay, just out. Uh, are you going to... You're using the pole? Yeah, I'm going to climb like up onto the pole, but then outside of the tent on the pole so I can run across the pole up into... Oh, you're going to like lean it onto the fence and drive yeah. it over the... Okay. Okay. So you, you've gotten out of the tent. Can both of you make... Okay. You can pick between acrobatics or athletics. Okay. Well, Sting's going to go acrobatic. Using his skills from his tightrope walking days in the circus, he's going to climb up the pole. Okay. Uh, he got a 19 plus four equals 23. You've made it to the uh, the other side of the fence and you're now like, do you want, are you going to be on top of it or are you going to hop down? Well, I also want to stick around and kind of help Daryl. Like, All right, Daryl, are you going to? I got a 14 plus two in athletics. All right. As soon as we get to the top of the tent, Sting is also going to pull out another arrow, stab it into the ground next to us in this 
this big puff of purple smoke uh, poofs up around us as he casts Pass Without Trace, uh, which gives us, me and Daryl, for an hour, plus 10 bonus to dexterity stealth checks. We can't be tracked, except by magical means. We're also imbued in silence. All right, you guys are now stealthy as fuck. And uh, as you guys do that, you see one person run. And instead of following the mob and kind of dispersing out, you see them run over to the street and they find a drain cover and you see them knock on it and uh, you see them whisper into the drain and then it pops open and they go back down. Oh, not again. We're going back into the drains. Daryl, I'm officially making you my my sidekick. Okay. Because I don't think I could do this by myself. Okay. We have to come back here after... My stuff is over there. You're worried about your stuff? Someone was murdered, Daryl. DJ Daryl. One day, kid, I'll tell you about what I used to do. <laughs> but, uh... <laughs> Think about your reviews, Daryl. Somebody dies and we don't catch them at your concert. Oh, that's true. My your Yelp, Yelp reviews? Through the ground. Through the ground. Let's go. Okay. We tear ass after him. All right. Super you- stealthy with our stealth dust. Tear <laughs> ass. We're just farting. You guys get to the sewer... You try to lift the lid, but you can't. I knock twice on it. A a pair of glowing yellow eyes comes up to this sewer grate. Hello, goblin. Hey. <laughs> Let us in. Knock, knock. Do you float? Can you float, goblin? It's... No, it is not. I, f- I don't float. Wait, hold on. No, child. Don't speak to strangers. And then I like I step in between them. Oh, you got an elephant too. You guys looking to get to the Undercity? E- are we? I think whoever killed that guy might be trying to escape into the Undercity. So yes. Yes. You got the password. Uh, Sting is going to pull out his bow, tug an arrow into it, and point it. Where? What the fuck am I seeing this guy through? Like a hole? <laughs> uh, it's like it's like like it's like a grate. It's like wide though. It's like you could shoot an arrow through it. Oh, okay, he's yeah. gonna point it out. This thing. He's gonna be like, "I got your password right here, pal." All right, roll intimidation. Ooh, I've never. Rolled and I'm gonna give him bardic inspiration. Ooh. Okay. okay. All, right, all right. All right. I'm gonna use that. Trigger right happy. Uh, so on the bardic inspiration, I got a three. On my roll, I got a seven. So that's ten plus one for intimidation. So that's eleven. Dog, roll a different dice. I asked you if we float. Do you float? Yes. I'm floating right now. <laughs> oh, come on. Uh, red balloon. Uh, uh, all down here. Pennywise. Ah, 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 that was it. That was it. I ah, <laughs> said it. We all float down here. And he opens the crane. All right, I hop in. I honestly think I might still be on something right now, but okay. Yeah, that. but that was the thing. We all float down here. Was that uh, bullet point number one or number two? Shut just up. to clear things <laughs> up. <laughs> or was that the empty bullet point? <laughs> the empty bullet point. Okay. Uh, you guys, as you creep past, you, you don't actually see whatever that thing is. You just see the two yellow eyes kind of like shifting in like a the dark shadow behind the grate. Ew. Yeah, you can't you can't tell. And then you you as you walk down, you just see a toothy grin and then it closes its eyes and is gone. And you are now in you would have thought a sewer, but as you look around, you're actually in a decorated hallway. There's a carpet and green torches that line it. There's like wood paneling on the walls and it, and it moves down uh, in front of you like 30 feet. And there is actually three branches 
there is a hallway where there is a red glow, a hallway where there's a blue glow, and a hallway with a green glow. Daryl, I'm going to need your input on this because I'm a little bit impartial. You see, I want to take the green hallway because I'm green, but this goo is blue, so maybe we should take the blue hallway. Was the blue pill the one that you did want to take or didn't want to take in the Matrix? You really are loaded. Uh (laughs) (laughs) Okay, let's take green for sting. (laughs) Okay, so you're you're taking the green hallway. Yeah. All right. (laughs) Wait, hold on. No, I'm going to roll an investigation check and look footprints. That's what I'm going to do. Okay. Footprints. While he does that, I'm Millie Rock. What? (laughs) Millie Rockin'. Uh, I got a 17. Now it's getting good. Plus three for unnatural 20. Okay. You can tell that the footprints are actually leading down the green hallway. Yes! Great for Sting! Let's go! It's Sting! You move down the green hallway, and uh, even though you're underground, you can feel the same route you took here. Almost as if you're retracing your steps, but... N- not on like the street. He's going back to the You're tree. You're following the street. Oh, I'm heading back to the Celestia mm-hmm. compound. Mm-hmm. It's green okay. for life. Oh, green for green for Celestia. And you realize that wherever you've ended up, there the grate that you've ended under is open, and uh, it opens into a large white chamber covered in roots. That that's all you see at the moment. Is this the real Celestia conspiracy? <laughs> it's holy shit. <laughs> Do I recognize the room? No. I don't. Mm-mm. You you know that you must be under the compound, but you don't recognize the room. Daryl, give me a little boost. Okay. okay. And I jam a needle into his arm. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> Do you actually? I don't jam a needle into his arm. Daryl doesn't play with that. I stick my finger under his nose <laughs> and, I, and I say, sniff. Okay. <laughs> uh, Sting, you now get advantage on Strength? your next attack roll. Advantage? Daryl, you tell me how I feel right now. Mm-mm. How do I start feeling? Okay. So, you know how you felt when you got like your first knife and you're just kind of like vibrating with like, mm. like excitement. Yeah, it definitely vibrated. Th- that's kind of how, how you're feeling right now, but it's not with excitement, but just like dread for some reason. <laughs> it's like it's like an upper, but it makes you feel down. Oh, what was that? Whoa, I feel like I just got my first knife. But sad. But sad. I'm feeling all juiced up. Can I use that advantage to try to <laughs> do a vert jump up into the room? Sure. Uh, athletics or acrobatics, because you want to like, you know. Oh, do like a flip? Yeah. <laughs> a flip up in? Yeah. Um, okay, first roll was a 13, second roll with an 11, so 13 plus 4 so equals 17. 17. Yeah, you get up there. So Darrow Sting just goes, whoa, and does a backflip up into the room, which is how many feet? <laughs> you guys are still cloaked in silence, right? Yeah. Okay. Like five feet. Up. No, come on, make it funny. You jump up through the sewer and then five feet up into the room. Oh. Yeah. What do yeah. I see? And uh, like my little uh, Breath of the Wild frozen in the air moment. Oh my God. All right. As you look around, you may be silent, but you're definitely not hidden. Surrounding this room, three people from the Golgari swarm in a ritual stance, and you see them around a giant mushroom. They're like little priest dudes, and you see them huddled around this mushroom. Like humans? How big uh, are no, they? they're like elves, but mm. they are covered in lichen and fungus. 
there's like little glowing motes of spores hanging off them as they're kind of sitting there at what looks like praying to this mushroom. But as you flip up, since they're like facing the grate, they they see you pop up and they're they just kind of look shocked and confused. I do a superhero landing. Just for flavor, can he also like crack a few of the tiles, you know, like really like <laughs> make impact. Just like boom. Yeah. yeah. Hell your yeah. your knees hurt a little bit. And uh, he's gonna stand up and be like Hands in the air, motherfucker! It's the, oh, sorry, mom. Hands in the air. He's gonna point his bow at him. And okay. in the background, you see my trunk stick up. And <laughs> in the hole of the trunk is like one of my eyeballs, because you what? know, in like cartoons, when people like lift up like a no, um, no, the top no. of a submarine. Yeah, then no. there's an eye at the no, end. You're not, it's like you that. can't periscope. <laughs> no, I'm not. I, w- I would love to, but no, that's break. That's breaking physics too much. Let's say it hurt me so much to do this one time. I can't ever do it again. (laughs) (laughs) All right, fine. I I haul my old man body up through the grate. (laughs) All right. I'm on the come down. So Sting does that sick landing and then you just like... Look like a puppy trying to crawl up onto a bed. Exactly. (laughs) Like, Jesus. How the... He's eight. How did he... Oh, man. Okay. (laughs) One leg up. Two leg up. One arm through, two arm through, and I'm here. Going backwards? <laughs> <laughs> just like his butt, like, he's like, uh, uh, and he's like moving up the ladder. He's just, uh, and his head comes out, and he's like, Jesus. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Daryl, you're making me look silly. Roll intimidating. <laughs> Three plus one equals four. <laughs> two of them run. They start moving down a hallway covered in roots. One of them sticks and turns around, and he takes this staff that he's holding and he looks at you and snarls and he says, You can't be here. This is Golgari territory. Golgari Shmolgari, one of you just killed somebody at a rave and I'm about to solve this crime. And I want a five out of five on you. Instinct would like to, with that, activate initiative? Yes, yeah, I was going to have you roll. Woo! Uh, 17. 7, 7. 7 77. <laughs> what? I rolled a 7. All right, Sting. Uh, it's your turn first. Sting is going to... He's going to try to shoot at one of the ones that are running away. He's going to shoot for the leg. He wants to stop him. Okay, so we got a 5 plus 9, so 14. You, you hit one. Uh, for damage, that's a six plus four, so ten. And this is also one of his fancy little magical arrows. And that's going to activate his Slayer's Prey. So he focuses his ire on that foe. And it takes an extra D6 of damage. Uh, so they also take an additional one damage, so 11 damage total. You, uh, you've hit one. And uh, it staggers, but it's still running. Oh, 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 I have an extra attack now. Oh, shit. That doesn't hit. What was it? Nine, oh, 10. Doesn't yeah, hit. no, it does. doesn't hit. They keep running, and they've turned a corner. The shaman is not going to uh, take a swing at you. Yeah, 10. No. He's tried to swing at you, swing at you with his uh, quarterstaff, and he didn't do it. I want to block it, throw my uh, my arm up so it just hits like the with my forearm. All right, you, you've done that. With my uh, sick armor on it. Daryl, it's your turn. I am going to cast hold person on the shroom man we've got contained. What do I have to roll? Wisdom saving throw. Got a nat 20. Drats! Uh, I like the idea that Sting is like, okay, Daryl, your turn. Do it. Go for it. Do something cool. And then I go like, I just like put my hand out towards the guy and I'm like, huh, and then nothing happens. (laughs) Like a little puff of smoke. Yeah, he's like, okay. 
Daryl, what the heck was that? And sometimes it just doesn't work, man. I, it's normal, natural. It happens to everybody. No, Shut it doesn't up. sound normal. Shut up. It happens to me in every fight. <laughs> every fight on this fucking podcast. Sting, it's your turn. Okay, I bonus action swap out my weapons to my short sword, and I'm going to do a double slash on this fella in front of me. I'm going to aim for like both of his arms, so it's like not like uh, lethal or anything. Okay. So I got a six plus seven, 13. Nope. Ew. 11 plus seven, 18. That does it. Great. So I do a D6 of damage plus four, which is going to equal, ooh, 10. Ooh. And as I'm slashing, I'm going to say, give up or face the might of Sting. Um, are you still high? His eyes are bulging. Yes. Oh my God. <laughs> okay. Can you make an intimidation check uh, against me? God, he's really intimidating today. So he got a 15 plus one equals 16. Probably wisdom. I got a 13. He looks at you and he's holding like his arm that just got slashed. And he's like, ah, fuck. God damn it. Wait, do I recognize this guy as the murderer? The guy that ran? Is this the guy that ran? I should have asked that earlier. (laughs) Are we killing someone randomly? the guy that ran. No. (laughs) Fuck. But one of the runners might have been the person that have already gotten away. Was it or was it not? It was. It was? Yeah, one of the runners got away. Uh, Sting's going to use his movement to sprint away. <laughs> All right. Towards the runners. Yep. Okay. You, you going to sprint after him? Is it my turn? Are we out of combat? We're out of, we're out of initiative. Uh, yes. Okay. So he's holding his arm and he is just kind of like standing by that mushroom. That they were standing. Oh, over. we can't just leave him with a mushroom. I, we should question him. I, Fuck. No, I'm no. gonna pull out the syringe. And be like, what is this? What is this? What is this? What is this? And then he's gonna accidentally drop it and it sticks into his thigh. <laughs> oh my god! Is that poison? Or did they just make him overdose on a drug? Just case he's gonna have to find out real quick. <laughs> make that one happen because oh, it's funnier if the eight-year-old. And gets then Sting tired. looks down at his thigh and goes, Ah! <laughs> 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 what is that? What is that? What is this? What is that? What is this? You're Make a constitution saving throw, please. Uh, he got a 17 plus two equals 19. Okay, yeah, you're you're fine. It, you didn't press the plunger down or anything, so nothing got in you. It's just kind of oh, like- Come on, make him out. higher. So he's going to use both of his hands to gesture down to the syringe in his thigh and just keep screaming, what is it? What is it? What is it? And I grab <laughs> it and go, ah, I don't know. And I pull it out. <laughs> oh, 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 it hurts. <laughs> oh, oh, man. Oh man, you better make sure you didn't get some kind of like bloodborne disease or something on that. Uh, what is it? What is it? Okay. If you must know, it's the spores of the Savo mushroom. What does that mean? <laughs> he looks at Daryl. Daryl, what does that mean? Oh, uh, I fuck if I know. That is the fungus. Hey, did I ask you, Daryl? What does it mean? Oh, uh, tell me. Whisper into my ear. And I flop my giant ear over his face. He he kind of like holds so his arm gross. and he whispers into your ear. That is the fungus of Alida. He is trying to expand his consciousness. It's the goop of their god. The goop of the god? Oh no. Um, oh, okay. Uh I guess he's trying to like like mega mind his way into everybody's head. That oh, is exactly our, what he told me. Our leader. He wants to rule the guilds. Wait, is this a leader? And sing points to the fungus. No. Kick it. It is but a node Kick for it. our leader to expand his mind. Sting kicks it. No, not the node. Shut up. Sting kicks it again. <laughs> uh, the- and I start kicking the and I start kicking the mushroom man. Okay. <laughs> no, no, the mu- the mushroom just. Do you like- know the mushroom man? The mushroom man. The mushroom man. 
Uh, the mushroom. <laughs> I know. Yes, okay. I know. The mushroom is just a mushroom, and it was glowing. But as you guys kick it, the glow starts to like. <laughs> it goes from like a pale blue to like a red, and it starts to like flash really weird colors as you're kicking it. Are you like breaking it? It's yes. like a glow stick. Yeah. Breaking it. I'm breaking it. I'm okay. breaking it. I'm breaking you, it. You break. You break it. As you do, it kind of just like the late light just kind of just fades out of it. And uh, you see the the shaman run over to it, and he puts his arms around like the the fallen pieces, and he says, "Nah, not the node. Tell us where it is. Tell us where the fungus is. Can you give me safe passage? They can't know that you destroyed this. They can't know that I that I told you." When Sing gets high, this funny thing happens where he says things that he really means, but it sounds like he's faking it. What's he gonna say? Yeah, we'll give you safe passage. <laughs> uh, do you do you want me to kill him? Is that what that means? No, I don't want you to kill him. So you want me to kill him? No, why would I want you to kill him? I don't like this. Uh, I started itching my arms. <laughs> okay. Uh, so you've tied him up. Yeah, we want him to lead us. Uh, no, I, I can't leave you. I, I don't want to die, but th- they'll kill me if they, they see you with me. Take us to the fungus. Roll another intimidation check. Fucking Christ, this is like my eighth intimidation can check. Can I roll it? You can, Yeah. Well, don't worry, because I got a 19 plus one for okay, 20. Mind. All right, fine. That way. And he uses his head to like point towards the, the hallway that the other people went down. Okay. And uh, you can now see that there's little mushrooms that are like lighting the way through these tunnels that are going around. You start to see that everything is starting to get more damp. There, mm. There's like more things floating through the air, like like random spores and stuff. It starts to get a lot more humid. Man, am I glad I wore layers and then I start stripping off layers of fishnet from my body. <laughs> How many layers of fishnet does he have? And, it, and the thing is, is like you could always see my nipples, but now they're becoming like progressively more exposed as I like take off like four layers of fishnet. You start to hear like the footsteps of those people that ran. Like they, they kind of slowed down because they thought that guy, you know, held you off. They're still like trying to like rush somewhere, but you can start to hear those like steps. Uh, and you also hear something else. You hear a low like rumble. Daryl, Daryl, Daryl. Uh, I think I'm. I think I'm getting hungry, man. I think I'm getting hungry. Uh, I'm sure there's food down here. There usually isn't sewers. Food like uh, mu- mushrooms. D- don't touch those yet. Do I recognize the mushrooms? There is a plethora of mushrooms, and some that you have seen frequenting the the drug circuit, but there's many you don't recognize. And I pick up one that I do see frequenting the drug circuit, and I said, if you need, take one. Take this one. Sting takes it and but puts no, it in his mouth. Fuck, I didn't mean right now. <laughs> starts chewing. And then, like, oh. Daryl starts, like, jumping up and down. He's like, I don't know how to take care of a kid. I don't know how to take care <laughs> okay, of a kid. Make wow, another how do constitution I, saving throw. How do I take care of a kid? This isn't right. Uh, six plus two, eight. I take a Lunchable out of my back pocket. <laughs> no, no. Uh, Here's my DJ lunch. Sting, you start to see the walls start to like drip and you start to feel an increasing urge oh. to pee. Oh. And uh, Daryl, hold on. I got to take a... And he just starts peeing in his pants. Ah. In your pants? Yeah. Uh, your, pee is, your pee is now black. 
That seems like a later me problem. Daryl, oh my god, why did you make me sniff back there? I'll be honest, there was like four different options. <laughs> so... The people that ran away have made their way to like a brisk walk now. They're kind of like calming down from the adrenaline. They don't think they've been followed. You guys have gotten behind them and suddenly the chamber ends and opens into an atrium. But instead of like all these nice plants and like flora it's a shitload of fungus the room's brightly lit from like these like really bright fungus from the ceiling and there's this really really large thin mushroom in the center of the room that's 40 feet high lower down there's a pool that it's like sitting in and you see it kind of it's like raising up and the the head is right across from you guys like the top of the mushroom and there's stairs that lead all the way down towards the bottom that spiral spiral around this chamber. And there's like all these weird little bugs and creatures that are running around all the other little fungi areas around this atrium that you're in. Alright, dude, what the heck is this thing? You're of the Celestia, yes. Yeah, I'm of the Celestia. It's kinda of like a loose relationship type thing, but what oh, what oh. of it? You you have the world tree. Yes. Yeah. You guys have the world this room? This is our world tree. This is the sentience of the Golgari. Our leader has communed with the fungi across the city, and he has expanded his consciousness throughout its fungusness. This is your leader. He is within it, but yes. And he's trying to take over Ravnica? First the ward, then the world. Hey, Daryl, you got any alcohol on you? Boy, do I. And I take out some fucking Tito's. Some what? Tito's vodka. Yeah. I take. I can tequila. I take it? It's fantasy Tito's. I take it. Fantasy Tito's. <laughs> okay, you take it. Sting, as he's talking, is just gonna rip a little bit of cloth off of his shirt and tuck it into the bottle. Well, listen, Mister. I don't know if you know what a superhero is, but I'm one of them, and I don't take too kindly to people trying to take over Ravnica. And he pulls out uh, his little flint and steel and lights the cloth. Okay. So eat this. He's gonna hurl it at the at the fungus. Make like in a base attack roll. Sixteen. You get it, and it lands on the uh, the head of this mushroom, and uh, you just see kind of flame just like waft over the head of this thing. And it just starts to like light on fire, and you can hear that deep rumbling moaning that you heard. Uh, it's it's definitely gotten louder from when you got in here, and it, you can tell it was emanating from like somewhere within this mushroom. And suddenly, it turns from a deep moaning into like a. All right, Daryl, got a blast. Holy shit! Uh, and as you've done that, you see the two people that walked ahead of you. They started to move their way down, and there's also a bunch of Golgari that are kind of like in little alcoves and stuff, tending to all these fungi. They all turn, and they look at you. What is above the mushroom? Like a stone ceiling, perhaps? Yeah, so not everyone looks. There's people panicking now that the mushroom is on fire, and they're screaming. But the two people that ran and have started to like move their way down hear the crash, 
and the guy that you're holding starts to scream at you. He's like, no! How? Why? How could you do this? We gotta dip. We gotta dip there. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Uh, the two people that ran away have now started to look back, and they see the man who's like struck. Did you leave him there? Or you- no. You took. I'm dragging him with us, okay. and I'm hauling uh, ass see, the other direction. You see him like struggling to like get his footing, and they start to run after you as you make your way back down the hall. And then before I dip back into the mouth of the cave, I look at the spot above the mushroom. Okay. The stone ceiling. All right. And upon that point, I cast Shatter. What is Shatter? Explain. A sudden loud ringing noise, painfully intense, erupts from a point of your choice within range. Each creature within a 10-foot radius sphere centered on that point must make a constitution saving throw, uh, which a ceiling cannot do. That thing then takes 3d8 thunder damage on a failed save or half as much on a successful save, and a creature made of inorganic materials such as stone, crystal, or metal has disadvantage on this saving throw. Since... Technically, this entire building is living. There's a lot of mushrooms around, and also that mushroom that is on fire is, a, is, is alive and is their leader. He didn't. He didn't. He didn't get it. <laughs> uh, uh, and what, what's the? What's it do? Three d8 of thunder damage. Okay, roll it as a piercing sound uh, rips through their head. Total of eighteen damage. So you do that, and the sound that you just started has reverberated throughout all the fungi because he's connected to everything. The entire room starts to shake and things start to fall off the ceiling. You can suddenly see that parts of the atrium are collapsing in on itself and the mushrooms are like starting to either rot away or have so much force within them that they yank themselves out of the wall and start pulling the foundations from everything. Oh, shit. Whoa. Yeah. And uh, everything just starts to collapse. And as you guys run down the hall with that one priest, the two people who were trying to run up the stairs, suddenly, as they just reached the lip of the hallway, the stairs collapse from under them, and they both fall right as they're about to hit the hallway. Does Sting see this? I mean, if you want, yeah. Uh, He wants to turn around and try to grab one. Okay. At least one, both if he can. If you're going to go for both, I'm going to have you make the check with disadvantage. It's going to be a strength check. I can't let a kid die on my watch. <laughs> and I don't reach for one of the people. I reach for Sting. Ooh, good call. <laughs> okay. <laughs> all right. All right. I'll take away the disadvantage to get both. Your advantage on one, you have normal if you try to get the two of them. I got to go for both. I got to go for both. Got to go for Sting, both. Sting can't just save one. Oh, oh, 14 minus 1 is 13. <laughs> one has grabbed onto your arm, and you get a good grip on it. Uh-huh. Uh, and th- they kind of, like, grab on, and Daryl, as you pull back, they can get their grip on the lip of the thing and pop their way up. The other one just falls short of grasping your hand, and they fall. You see as they as they fall, just, like, the shock in their eyes, and then a big chunk of ceiling falls and blocks your view. Oh, crikey. You saved one, and he, he goes, why? Let's talk more run. This uh, place is collapsing, baby. All right, uh, and you guys <laughs> Sting start starts running. sprinting again. All right, you guys run. You get all the way back to under the Silesnia Conclave, but there's no, like, there's no opening into the, the place that you see, so you need to make your way all the way back to the, like, the entrance. And that you see the two yellow eyes and that thing look at you. But as you get out of the gate, you uh, you just hear like it laughing. As the, the thing laughs and you get back into the street, you look towards your, uh, your enclave and then a little bit path past it. And you can see that towards the 
center of town, just before the guild hall, there's this fountain. It had stopped working for like probably a few weeks before this. And there, there was like fungus starting to sprout out of it. And oh, you can see wow. now that as that thing started collapsing, the entire street where that fountain was under it has just created a giant sinkhole. There's now a bunch of Azorius flying around, and as you guys get out, a small goblin comes up to you wearing Azorius armor, and he looks at you and he says, w- Were you here for the the, the murder? Uh, I'm he's, just, he's eight. I'm eight. I'm his babysitter. Yeah. We were having a little, we were having a little, like, LARP session down the sewer. Do you guys know what, what's happened over there, this sinkhole? No, but we did find these two fellas just kind of showed up and started tussling us around, and I think they have grenades in their back pocket. W- what do you mean? They're dangerous and armed. Quick, go get them. And then I toss one down the street, and he starts <laughs> running. Mm, I, don't, I don't know if I believe you, but... I pinky swear one of them tried to stab that eight-year-old. Since that that looks like one hell of a situation over there, I'm going to let you go, but here's my card. And he gives it to you, and it says, Ice G, uh, Azorius Drug Crimes Unit. Okay. DC, Ice G, DCU. Uh-huh. And I kind of like, and I'm like, thanks, dude. And as I'm saying that, I like hide the little like patch on my like shoulder that says, DJ Daryl. I'm like, yeah, that's weird. <laughs> and he, he looks at you and he's like, so you guys got nothing about that murder that happened? Oh, these guys murdered him. We saw him running out of the party. Yeah, uh, I, cast, got I cast Zone of Truth. I'm like, see, there. And they're like, yeah, we murdered him. Here. <laughs> it's a syringe. All right. All right. Uh, he, he takes it and he looks at it and he, he says, oh, oh, man. Is is this Go, Golgari work? Yeah. And they're Golgari. All right. All right. Fine. Just... Just get back to your house. Okay, not a problem, mister. We'll be back to talk to you later, babysitter. I bet. (laughs) All right. So as we're standing there in the middle of the street, probably horrifically dirty from that (laughs) crumbling uh, underground, also probably both coming down off of drug highs, I'm going to be like, DJ Daryl, that has to be the most fun I've ever had in a single night. I'm just glad you didn't die, little man. I am, I care about you a lot, and also, holy shit, would that be a liability? When was the ne- when's the next show? When's the next show? I gotta know. Um, I won't even bust you for the for the city ordinances. No, I won't. I'll just come. I'll have a good time. Hell yeah, we will, little man. And then I yes. And like, hold on, I got a little present for you. And then I and I like lean over and I take out a sharpie, and you just see me scribbling something on a piece of paper. And then I'm like. This one's for you. And I slap the piece of paper on Sting's chest and on it in really bad handwriting says DJ Sting. <laughs> yeah! And he jumps up in the air. High five. And we freeze frame. Thank you for listening to Ravnica Avengers Preludes, The Mushroom of Ravnica. The Ravnica Avengers are Sullivan Harris's Sting, Joanna Lagurfo as Daryl Hall, and Casey Clark as the DM. If you like what you heard, please go ahead and leave us a rating on iTunes. That helps us a bunch. Leave us five child actors coming down from a drug high out of five child actors coming down from a drug high. Also, follow this podcast if you don't on whatever podcast streaming service you're listening to us on. If you want to hear more from the gang, you can follow us on our social media. We have Instagram and Facebook at Dingles and Donuts and a Twitter at Dingles Podcast. We also have a subreddit, r slash Dingles and Donuts. 
Rabnick Avengers is part of the Orion Valley Productions podcast network where you can also check out other shows such as Frankly I Love Movies. Right now, Josh is talking about specifically LA-based movies on his podcast. I've been on there talking about Under the Silver Lake. Casey has been on there talking about Blade Runner. And of course, thank you to OV Owl for our cover art that is at 0v0wl on Instagram and Heather Kaczynski for our wonderful episode art. She is at Heather underscore Kaczynski on Instagram as well. Bye. No, I'm starting the recording Have right now. Have we done now. mic check yet? Yes, we did do mic check. Was I not here? <laughs> no, you were here. You did a mic check. Yeah. The dead speak, Joanna. The dead speak. <laughs> Unfortunately, Palpatine has returned from the dead. <laughs> <laughs> That's my favorite line from the movie. Unfortunately, Palpatine has returned.